Welcome back to the No Regrets Marriage Podcast. I'm Johnny Morton, your host. And I'm Carla. Um, how do we communicate? You and I? You and I. Um, I think we communicate really pretty well. Um, we definitely have improved in the last years. Now, I think it's a learned art it's a skill you develop and you keep developing it. I don't think you ever say we've arrived. We yeah. have no need to ever improve communication. Yeah. It, like every other part of marriage, we say it's all a journey. You yes. don't get to a destination. You get better. And, and so the question we want you to think about, and hopefully you're going to talk with your spouse if you're not listening with your spouse, is how well do y'all communicate? And if you go back in our podcast, we did a podcast on Communication 101, where we talked about how communication is more than just what you say, uh, the tone of your voice and body language. And in fact, most experts will tell you that the most, words, of, yeah. Yeah, most of the communication is not in the words you say. It's how you say it, and then it's your body language. So we're not going to go Correct. back over that. You can go back and listen to that. And I'm sure that in that podcast that we talked a little bit about levels of communication, but we want to take a deeper dive into that tonight. And so is in anything you always hear, everybody has their own ideas on how many different levels of communication, things like that. Um, but we want to look at what we talk about. And when we teach, we talk about six different levels of communication. Yes. So why don't you start us off? Okay. So level one is what we would call very surface communication. And so this is the kind of communication that you honestly could probably have with any other human being. You are at the uh, gas station in the morning and you're buying a cup of coffee and you say, good morning. And could you believe the rain last night? And hope you have a good day and whatever. It's just pleasantries. It's surface and sometimes it's just perfunctory because it's just yeah. sort of what you do. How are it's you? It's like, yeah, when you walk by, you say some, hey, how are you? And we know the answer is going to come back. I'm fine. Fine. Good. No one ever, at least very seldom, does anyone ever stop, stop and tell you how they really are. And if they do, guess what? We go to the next person and tell them what this weirdo in the hall did when we said, how are you? Because we honestly... We really don't want yeah. them to tell us yeah. anything <laughs> more than we're fine. You're, um, yes, yeah, it's thank just you, your fine. normal greeting. Yes. Okay. But, so, so that's, that's level, level one. one. It, it's oftentimes you do it. You don't even think about it. Oftentimes you're just saying the words, but you're not really putting a whole lot into it. And it reveals nothing about yourself other than maybe how you're friendly because you yeah, said, you're hi, a pleasant how are you? person. Yeah. Okay. Uh Hopefully, marriages are beyond that. I mean, that's sort of the very beginning. I mean, you have probably have some of that. Like you say, hello, good morning. Would you like coffee? That's pretty surface. Yeah, that's pretty surface. So, I mean, everybody has a level of that. But if they know your need of coffee, they know how and important they that question that. is. Yeah, yeah. They shouldn't even ask. Okay. All right. Let's look at level two then. That's sort of the facts and information. And maybe that's where we spend maybe the majority of our time in talking, not just in marriage, but in just in general. I would say probably that's true when you think about the work environment and you talk about, 
you know, information around when's the next meeting, what's the deadline on something, what do we have to do? You may be discussing a case or a situation or a spreadsheet or whatever. Or it could be something like the news, um, current events, what's sort of happening around the world you're living in. And for married couples, I think there's a piece of that, but I also think when you get into just the facts, meaning, hey, did you realize that taxes are due? This is a good reminder to you because you probably don't, but that taxes are due April 15th. No, I always remember. I just, no, you don't. Okay. I just delay Anyway, you delay it. Okay. So um, that's, a, that's a fact, and I'm reminding you, so we're going to discuss that. And do you remember that this Sunday's Easter and that we're going to get together with family? Yeah, and so— a lot of times it's not, and we don't want to say, you know, by talking about this saying it's level two, we're not saying that's a bad thing no, because that's where, yeah, that's where you have to, because just to get along in life, you have to communicate a certain level of information. Yes. So probably a lot uh, of Everything from scheduling, uh, when you have kids, you better do a whole lot of that kind level of communication two, yeah. or else, you know, if you forget to say, you know, little Johnny's got to be picked up and from you don't daycare. ever tell them that. Yeah. Then little Johnny stays in daycare for hours and hours, and somebody's going to get into trouble for that. And and so it's sort of like, almost like the nuts and bolts. Of life. Yeah, of communication. Um, But it's not where you want to stay. Even though it's always going to be a part of your daily, daily kind of relationship, if that's all you're doing and that's all you're staying, that's not real healthy for the relationship. So when you move into three, you start talking about... It gets more personal. Yeah. You reveal more, more about yourself. And so as you go through three, four, five, and six, what you're going to see is the deeper the level, the, more, the intimate. more intimate you reveal things about yourself. So let's talk here about the, the level three, one. which is opinions. Yeah, that's that's me sharing my thoughts about something. So when you bring up what happened in the news or what happened at school, or with one of the children, or a work uh, event, then I'm going to tell you my opinion about what I think about that. So that probably happens a fair amount in our relationships also. I tell you if I like dinner, what I do and don't want, um, you know, if I'm upset about something. So it's all those kind of areas. Well, and that's, and it denotes, like you say, a different level of intimacy. Now, that's not obviously reserved for marriage. We are much more likely to reveal sort of those things about ourselves. And even though, let's say some of those maybe have surfaced your opinion about the coaching that the coach did at the game last week, things like that. And in this culture, though, we usually reserve those safe opinions in public that aren't going to be controversial and get you in trouble. True. We don't usually want to do that then. We don't talk about, you know, we typically don't talk a lot about marriage in situations like that as far as same sex. In our country today, there's a number of topics. Abortion, um, the whole idea of gender identity, all of those. Political things. Anything political, we tend Unless not you to know. Do, yeah, unless we're really, really comfortable with somebody... Oftentimes, that's not a part or an opinion that we're going to reveal to a stranger. No. But we are comfortable doing it. We should be comfortable doing that, especially in your families, but especially in marriage. 
And, and if you don't feel comfortable sharing your opinion about things with your partner, because you're afraid that they're going to overreact, you're afraid of what they're going to say, you're, if there's fear there, and there is a certain amount of thing of safety that's involved at this level, that typically we don't reveal our opinions unless it's a place that we feel really safe. And even that includes, like I said, about certain issues that are going on in culture today. Well, and I think what's really critical about this level three, how you handle level three is going to determine if you can move into the deeper levels. Okay. What do you mean by that? Well, if I share with you that I think a given, if I give my opinion on a given thing and you ridicule me, you belittle me, you tell me that's the dumbest thing you've ever heard and there's no evidence to support that, that's a dumb idea, why in the world would I think that? And I feel put down. I don't feel safe. Yeah, you're going to shut off from sharing yes. Guess that what? level. And also just going to keep you from really going beyond right. that. I'm not going are, to go beyond yeah. because that did not feel safe. So how we handle differences of opinion and our thoughts and beliefs about things in this level three really is important. So, as so really you, what you can say is level three is how you handle it is the gateway to deeper intimacy in that marriage relationship. Yes. So you better be careful and you better learn to handle that well, which brings in another part that we've talked about before communication. And that's really listening and allow your partner to express what they think and what they believe without thinking you have to comment on everything about that. True. All right. So if we do that level well, and it is safe, then what hopefully it moves into... It invites you into a deeper intimacy in other areas. Yes. And so level four begins to move into these personal experiences that are part of what, a part of what bind us together, but they're also part of moving into a deeper means of communication. Yeah. And oftentimes, one of the things we talk about in marriage is how important your past is to your marriage relationship. And it's often those experiences that have made you who you are and how you see certain things. And when you're able to share about those experiences that shaped you because you feel safe doing it, it opens a a whole new level to you in your own marriage relationship. Well, think about back to maybe when you were dating or engaged and you're getting to know one another. And we're kind of going to make an assumption here that probably most of you moved into this level because what happens is part of the way you learn about the partner and the person you're choosing to marry is they share their story. They share what impacted them, what molded them, the things that were good, bad, indifferent, whatever, they share those experiences. And that's a part of a window into their insides. That's how you know them. And so the challenge is after we've married and we're on this journey together, are we still doing that? Are we still letting the other person in to those experiences? And are we having some shared ones that we're able to then talk about? We'll go back to that because I still think, though, that I think we've seen and we've talked and we've, you know, had contact with marriages, that there's still probably things that happen to them, wounds, 
things that hurt them in their past that they've never shared with their spouse? That's probably true. And and we talk about that sometime with couples in the area that, and I realize that when you're dating and in getting engaged and you're moving toward marrying, that especially depending on your age, let's say you're 30, you're in your early 30s. Well, you've had a fair amount of life before you may have met this person. So to peel back everything is not going to happen in the nine months you're getting to know one another. So you're right. There may be things you didn't ever share, whether per- intentionally or not. And then what happens is at some point your spouse probably says or does something that hits that spot. And man, all of a sudden there's a response and it may be based on some stuff from the past. But basically level four is to move us to a place where we can safely talk and share those things. Okay. Uh, So that brings us to level five. And that is where we can talk about feelings. Feelings. Don't sing. Okay. Oh, um, yes. And feelings obviously get into a way vulnerable, much more intimate place because how many people do we really share our feelings with? And this is also one of those areas that I think the whole gender difference comes in. Yes. Because women are probably much more in touch with what their feelings are and men May not be. May not be. Because they've never, you know, it's just often in the man's world, often he he's not encouraged to express his feelings. That's true. And depending on, again, we talk about the, the family of origin, his upbringing, whether it was safe, whether it was healthy, whether it was encouraged, that's part of sometimes their, their background. And as a society in general, we've not really... That's not been something, like you said, that we encourage. Women probably in general are more in touch with their feelings. That's part of their makeup, and they want to express it. But again, this gets into, am I safe enough with you that I can share and let you see in to my feelings, my hurts, my anxiety, my anger, my fears, my deepest feelings and that feels safe to do that yeah that is especially i think for guys because we're not used to being vulnerable especially with other guys unless you happen to be a really good close group that you've got but even then so often i can think back a lot of ours were just real surface stuff that we talked about you know i think guys really have to learn to do this So it may be more of a learned skill, if you would, and that's what we kind of said at the beginning. It's a continued journey development of how do we create a space that really feels safe. Now, does this need to happen every day? Probably not. I mean, you know, and so that's probably unrealistic to think every day we're getting into this deepest kind of feelings. But are you creating a place in your relationship that when you need to, there is a safety that says, I can reveal the real me, and this is okay. You know, I know I think back to one of the things we talked about, especially that women need, is that idea of being cherished. And part of that means seeing them and accepting them for who they are. And that's even with 
for guys for feelings that we don't understand at all. True. And part of that, we also think this is a level, because I know in going back to some of the stuff we talked about, if you remember we talked about the safe method when we talk about dealing with conflict, and, and that's very much saying, hey, when this happened, this is the way it made me feel about this. And that ability to do that is you talk about without worrying about, you know, a volatile response from your spouse or, you know, somebody putting you down or something like that is huge in building intimacy in a married couple. Yeah. So level five is, again, something that we want to move toward, we want to develop. And then level six would be, da-da. That's really where you're able to sit there and say to somebody, I need this, whatever it might be. I need more time with you. I need you to listen to me. I need you to support me. I need sex. I need physical intimacy. Whatever it is, but that you feel safe. And because you know they're not going to just reject you out of hand. And again, we've said this before, that the idea that, you know, if, if there are times that we need to say no to a certain thing, you know, can we give another, okay, but let's talk about this later. Let's do this thing later instead of a total no. I'm not going there. I'm not doing that. So we want to be mindful of that because when you move into level six, what you're hopefully saying is in our relationship, when I want or need something, I am able to come and express that in a way that feels safe and secure. And and I think that, you know, as I'm sitting here thinking about it now, and sort of that reverse, not only saying what you need, but I think it's at this level. There's also a sense of being able to express the things you don't like or want in your relationship that's going on in there. Oh, yeah, I think absolutely. Because, again, we're talking about be- the freedom to express desires and wants. And that may be in something that you're, you know, wanting to occur but also maybe, like you said, not wanting to occur. Well, sometimes like it, we just got through doing a series on married sex. And I, I think one of the things people often are afraid to say is either I don't like that, that yeah. makes me feel uncomfortable, or even, hey, I really would like to try this. You know, that's a level of intimacy and openness and vulnerability that, I don't know that every married couple even ever gets to. Gets to. And again, it's the idea, as we said, that the levels, again, most of the time we're not running around on level six all the time. We're definitely going to spend statistically, time-wise, most in probably those first couple of levels. We move into the deeper levels Yeah, if you smaller remember, amount we, of time. We recently went to a conference and one of the statistics that uh, one of the speakers put out there, and yeah, I've not verified this, so feel free to go to. Check um, it out. But then in some of the research that in those levels, three, four, five, and six. Well, probably four, five, and six for sure. <laughs> yeah, four, five, and six for sure. But that that really go to the heart of the relationship 
couple spend 17 to 20 minutes a week. A week. Talking about those things. And I I mean, honestly, that wasn't shocking to me. So again, I'm not certain if you can find somewhere else that would debunk that stat. And you know how stats are. But I think that at the point, whether it's that stat percentage or not, the reality is when you think about your marriage and your weeks on average, would you say that sounds kind of right? Are you spending about 15 minutes to 20 minutes a week talking about anything of real depth about your relationship, where you are spiritually, emotionally, and individually and as a couple, or is it pretty much in those first couple of levels? The challenge is, is that we can end up spending most of our married life and time together in in conversations we can honestly have with a stranger if we're not careful. Yeah, and and I think in the reality, I think if even thinking back to our marriage and everything, I think probably in those first years of marriage where you don't have kids, you probably do even more. You do some of that more. Hopefully you're moving toward those higher levels. But then oftentimes when you get kids and life becomes busier and busier, I think that's one of those areas that couples often they stop being intentional about. And we would say that maybe one way to think about this is, okay, let's say the majority of the days of the week, it is more surface. It's more first couple of levels. But what about that date night that you're having every week or two weeks or whatever? Can your 20, 30 minutes be then? You know, can- and that's one of the things that we've encouraged couples. Hey, take a date night and don't talk about your kids. Or don't your job. talk about your job. You talk about each you other as a couple. And yeah, so we say lay down everything that's the normal things that you go to, which is normal to talk about what your kids did during the day, what's happening and all that. But be intentional about that. So again, I think we would want to say to you, the question here is, we challenge you to ask yourself, where do we spend our time? You know, do we ever get to level five or six? And if not, are there is there something we need to think about doing or are there some things that we need to address? Because maybe at level three, when we start sharing opinions, things get hot. We're not being respectful. There's not grace there. There's not the safety there. And so we got to back it up and sort of figure out how to fix that to be able to move forward. That's a good segue to talk about the next podcast. And that we're going to talk about, okay, once you answer the question, hey, where are we in our levels of communication? Where do we spend most of our time? Are we spending any time on those deeper levels? And if you're not, why not? And it may be because some of the barriers to those deeper level of communications that you're guilty of putting some of those in play there. And so we're going to look at that the next time we thanks again for spending time with us. And our encouragement is, Hey, just keep on forging. We'll see you the next time.